Maestro. Episode 6.30. Susie Meister here. Ooh. 6.30. Oh, Sarah Rice over here. Okay. Let me say something real quick. I had a very embarrassing moment where I had to make a call for my job to another clinician and I had to leave a message. I have voicemail anxiety like you wouldn't believe. And then I told them, hi, this is Sarah Patterson. (gasps) That's not my last name. Oh, no. And it's not my business last name. It's not my my legal last name. Wait. Oh my god. I, pan- I panicked. And then I, I then I really was I was like, oh yeah. Did you so, say I mean rice or what? I said, Yep, yep. And then I said, Oh, but you might have me in there, so <laughs> I I know. It just got worse. It's okay. I know. You've had some well I feel like I still have the anxiety of that coursing through my veins. <laughs> Gotta like work through that. <laughs> Though the anxiety is really just about having been anyone but a rice. May, probably, maybe. Right. Well, yes. it happens to the best of us. And I know what you mean about voicemail anxiety or just phone anxiety. Yeah, I'm the worst at talking on phone. Like, yeah. What is up with that? I read an article in The Atlantic about it, and it was saying how it's not as crazy as you think. And a lot of people just sort of said thought of it as like, well, we text more now, so like we're out of practice. But there's actually more to it. Because when people used to talk on the phone more... We were using landlines, which are way more reliable and clearer than cell phones. And so we realized that there is like a delay. It cuts in and out. And and sometimes we'll just cut off altogether. And so that our anxiety is founded in, you know, a real thing. That all of those things are the things that I worry about. Yes. That... Uh, first of all, I that I have to say, like, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Or what would you say? Or they say that? Or, uh, you know, all that. And then when it cuts out, who calls whom? Yes. Who, whom? Yeah, whom? whom. Yes. Yeah. I read the first time, Sarah. Nervous about even that. <laughs> <sighs> so. Well, that's true because with a text, you can, th- you can be more um, thoughtful yes. about your response. Yes. Yeah. So I think but we should be But then that's silly. Ashamed. That, what's silly? Yeah, and I should just lean into like the mistakes because I've learned that that with everything is fine. People are generally very understanding because every human has been in a situation. Like, there's no unique situation. Mo- I, I mean, within probably. Yeah, like, so, and that's part of your charm. Somebody's experience is like what that I'm just like. Oh, I, I messed are. up. I did this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, and like when you. Oh, Make a mistake or whatever. You're real funny about it, especially on Instagram stories. Oh, yeah. I make mistakes all the time on there. Do I, is there a recent one that was highlighted or something? No, just, I just see this as like one okay. of your things, like your shtick. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, my this shtick. just happened. Can you believe it? Absolutely. Oh, gosh. You know, don't jinx me because I'm going to do that eyelash thing today. That's that's uh, that's in my my. I love that you scheduled schedule. it. Well, listen, my schedule is freaking crazy now. I, I don't know what I have done to myself. What? what? Well, I don't know what happened. Well, I think what happened is that your free time is completely occupied with hikes. <laughs> this is accurate. Like the rest yes, of us that, are running errands. You're, you know what? This is true. This is, this is 100% true. I'm not saying I you're wrong. Like, I think it's great. You're right. But it you're does right. make Balance. your work day, your weekdays like packed, I bet packed mm-hmm. so i'm like yeah when is it be? yeah and then i gotta like get my car repaired oh did you say your car because i was gonna say to you yeah, yeah like car. i was gonna say when do you go for like an oil change with that kind of schedule? right what's wrong with your car i need car? an oil change and um my i need my brakes i need some brake stuff done because after like driving on those hills how many times like oh i went up and down those hills what hill? 20 plus, 25 plus times. Oh, the, the powder The mountains hill. to get, you know, the powder <laughs> hill. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. So that's hard on them. I get it. And drove to and from California, like Los yeah, Angeles yeah. to Denver twice yeah. in the last six months. That car. It's been through a lot. Yeah. So I need the brakes done. I am the squeaky car. <gasps> oh my 
gosh, this is I know. an emergency. I know. I can't drive anywhere. I can't. It's so embarrassing. I can't. I never wanted this to be me ever. No, I'm just I worried did about it. the it, danger. It, it just sneaks up on you. <laughs> and then you're there. You're the squeaky car. I always was yeah. baffled about how in California, you have to do an emissions test, but you do not have to get inspected, your car inspected. We have to do that every year in Pennsylvania. I don't even know what that means. Get like you take it in. I get. Uh oh, what's going on here? What? It what? Zoom was weird for a sec. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, like in Pennsylvania, you take your car annually to a mechanic, and then they test everything—the yeah. brakes, the engine. Well, dang! They should do that everywhere. Totally. It seems so scary to me that there's all these cars on the road. Oh. Oh my gosh! Because uh, that's terrifying, yeah. and that's like really good for bis- for people. Well, that's like, true. <laughs> it's good for small businesses. Yes, that's right. But if you don't pass inspection, you have to get those repairs before they'll give you your sticker, and you can't drive that vehicle. Well, I I like. Well, this. how do you know if your brakes are broken otherwise? The squeak. <sighs> well. Yeah, it's the squeak. That's it. I just need new. I I have them in my car. I'm getting them put on this week. And it really, it was like I didn't even notice it. And then I rolled down the windows, and I was like, oh, <gasps> yeah, I hear this it. This is scary. And, and so it's just the it's back. It's not even the front yet. So I'm like, got both. I'm getting them redone. I got the everything. And so oh my god, got the appointment. I'm so glad you're getting that but, fixed. You know, I'm just like, I wonder, I'm like, what, what, how do people do this? There's like a lot of shit to do. <laughs> Maybe know? just take one weekend, you know, like a month and. I know. I said that. I'm doing that. Okay. I'm doing that. This weekend, getting my hair did. Oh, yeah. See, all your appointments just. Yeah. Yeah. Just put them all together. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Easy. All See, Susie, teach me how to be a person. <laughs> uh, okay. First up on my agenda is. I, just before we spoke today, I, I watched this little documentary on New York, The New Yorker. They have great documentaries mm. on there. And they're short. It was 20 minutes. And this one happened to be about, it was called Bacon and Laces. And, oh, the, bacon and laces. <laughs> the guy. Like shoelaces? Yeah. Because the, oh, okay. the main character, the main guy, oh. uh, he owns this diner that you've seen in movies and stuff. And Mel's Diner? It's it's got a weird name, but you would recognize the oh. look of it. What okay. if it was Mel? Cool, cool. <laughs> Kiss my grits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he is um uh blind. And he, you know, I don't even know the point of the documentary besides just being fascinating because he works there with his son who's 16 and he's a single dad. He has three sons. And I just really liked seeing how he moved about the world without having vision because he can't write down the orders. So he has this like incredible memory wow. and they were, he knows the first 100 digits of pie, you know, that kind of person. Oh, yeah. He's got a whole system. down. Yeah. And, um, were you ever tempted to do that whenever you did the like magic kingdom or whatever it's called Me- memory palace? Oh, I was going to say Susie. What? Yes. Uh, my, one of my favorite books of all time is moonwalking with Einstein, which is about, the memory palace coming very good at memorizing yes and were you tempted yeah i i was did i no never that's funny why didn't i do that i was more into memorize shuffling a card deck and memorizing the order of the cards oh after you shuffle it yeah so you shuffle up a card deck you look at it for five minutes or however long you decide to to time yourself for yeah oh god i'm a weirdo (laughs) No, I'm not. This people do this. They have a freaking contest for this. I'm fine. I'm well, doing uh, skill building. You know. yeah, yeah, totally. It's strengthening your mind. Yeah. And then you shuffle the cards, and then you memorize what order they're in, and you you have a whole system, and you use what they call a. Mm, now look at I can't even remember it. <laughs> That's the best person object action PAO. So pick you do a per, pick a person have them doing an action with an object and you put them in a place that you know uh familiar location and uh in the order that they appear and then you take the deck of cards away and you try to write down the order that they're in and then you see if you get it right. okay so you were interested in like the truly like a skill 
Whereas the pie thing is more of like something you would do at a cocktail party for like a parlor yeah, game. It's never changing. Yeah. It's like the, the pie, yeah. like once you memorize it once it's in there, it's like good. You know, it's like your phone number. If I'm like where you grew up, like you can really remember oh, fucks. those things. <laughs> But like, do, we're doing a fun. podcast here, Suze. You have a microphone. Uh, hit the mic. And uh, yeah, so so that that's right. But that's weird. And, yeah. Well, one of the things that they showed him doing is that he and his son collect um, sneakers, and they up in their attic have seven hundred pairs of sneakers. And I thought to myself, oh, I'm surprised that he seven hundred. Yes, like an insane number of sneakers. And you just think like he can't even see them. I'm surprised he's like so interested in like all the different styles and stuff well just you know because i would think i wouldn't care that much Uh, i I, I am baffled yeah so like the son would hand him a sneaker and he would tell you what it was based on the 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 finger you know touch and also he would smell them all so i don't know if they smell different he couldn't say tell you the color though or like that aspect but i guess he does know what they look like in their construction what is the relationship between the shoe the son and the father and the shoes they share the same size yeah so they is that something that connects and bonds them yeah you'd say okay i would think this has more to do with the connection that it like that heightens that makes i'm sure that does add to it for him he does say that he got really into like how he looks um which again is so funny because I would think that'd be the freedom of it. And where's the? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I would like. Maybe I'm very. Maybe I don't know about this. Maybe I'm being. Well, I mean, you still want to attract women, like ableist. Or, well, no, I think. In a way, or wouldn't ignorant to what the experience of somebody who is blind is like. If I understand the desire to to look good and want to feel your best and like how somebody perceives you and knowing that others are perceiving yeah. you in a way. I totally get yeah. that. But well, maybe that's it. Yeah. But like having 700 pairs of sneakers is what I can't get. Yeah. Get I think past. it's just about like, uh, I don't know any collectible to be honest. Okay. Any collection is baffling to me. Okay. This is but fair. so it yeah. Even if you're a regular father son yes. duo and you were like, look, they own a diner. And they also have 700 pairs of sneakers. I'd be like, that's, that's a, interesting. Yeah, I would not weird. make that choice. W- yeah. <laughs> I would, however, without a doubt, choose to get bread and other products from Wild Grain. Oh, this is your favorite. It is my absolute my favorite. favorite. Too. There is nothing like that fresh pasta. The fresh pasta is outstanding. The breads are incredible. And please, the waffles. I mean, that is <sighs> unbelievable. Still have to get up on the waffles. So the way that it works is they send you these fresh i mean i guess it's dough because it's just ready to go in the oven and bake it's you know yeah, like the like, croissants are there but they're in the dough form 90 percent done 90 percent done then you just get it out of the freezer put it in the oven yeah. and then your whole house smells like a patisserie and then you're about to enjoy fe- fresh baked bread which what smells better than that nothing Yes. Nothing. Impossible. Oh my gosh. I'm smelling it right now in my mind. Unbelievable. Some of those croissants. Um, it's artisanal bread. They started the company during the pandemic, like when everyone was doing their sourdough starters. So this will save you from like, we got having you. to deal with that. Um, it's incredible taste. So convenient. And like you put it in the oven for like 20 minutes. It's lickety split. Oh, Hungry nice. already for a limited time. You get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy to start your subscription, you heard me free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy, that's wildgrain.com slash brain candy, or you can use promo code brain candy at checkout. I can't recommend them enough. Okay. Yeah. So they have the sneakers. They have a cute little relationship. They have the same shoe size. So, so they share them, the son and him. And then, and he collects cologne. He says that that's the oh, that makes blind sense. man's jewelry. That's what he called it. Oh, that's <clears> cute. He used to be a a, com- a comedian. Like he would perform comedy, and he did a joke. He said he goes, um, "I ran over my ran over my seeing eye dog. He was in my blind spot." <laughs> uh, see, here's what I like about that. You know how I said 
If yes. you're the underrepresented group making the joke about your own group, that's great. That's now, great. if a seeing person does that joke, that is not funny. No. I do want to know if it's funny, though, that I was in an interview that I did for Brain Candy. The author used the term blind spot and then corrected himself and said, oh, I shouldn't say that. That's ableist. And I think it's funny that he had a blind spot about blind spot. (laughs) And I want to know if that's funny. I want to know what the alternate word is. Well, that's what's doubly funny to me because the other one I feel is also ableist. Tell me. Tone deaf. That is both that of is those ableist. words are ableist under that sort of definition of it. If you say that using that word is ableist, yeah. then you're tone deaf about being tone deaf, and you have a blind spot about being blind. About blind. Oh. Am I being offensive? <laughs> What's happening? Sarah's like dying. But that is really funny. <laughs> I can't. I just don't know it. why that's ableist, though. Those words. Well, because well, like also we've we've all. Uh, we would agree that blacklisted is is racist. I didn't know is, that. Ha, is like rooted, in, like a because it's. I mean the way that. And that's what I heard. <laughs> See, this is what I not, mean. Like I'm not sure if everyone agrees that there are were there are that when you use a a term for a group of people mm-hmm. in a way that has a negative connotation, it attaches a negative connotation to that group of people. Mm-hmm. And they become representative of it, your mind connect, makes a connection between the two. But the, what confuses creates, me is that while there are black people, there's also a color black that they are named after. Right. And I thought that right. was the reference, not about a group of people. Yes. And the same way that... And like, you're correct. Yeah. I would think, I think if blind means to not be able to see then a blind spot doesn't seem ableist to me because I was unable to see that car. Yes. Is there, that's what I'm asking. Is there another term for it? Mm. Mm. And, and, or Mm -hmm. is it ableist or not? Mm -hmm. So if you guys could let me know. Yeah. We will put it on the list of things we got wrong. Or yeah. Like things. Yeah. That changed. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. Because some people are Who are, tone deaf. Yeah. They're not literally I thought I was deaf. for a long time. <laughs> They're just deaf to tones. I think that's okay. Yes. I yes. don't know. Keep me posted, you guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going off we on didn't. a tangent. No, I, 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 these are, these are, we're talking about ideas here. <laughs> we're talking about ideas. Okay. Uh-huh. Then, I don't know. I guess that's all. It was just really nice. I did like one other thing, which is that the the son had applied to all these really great colleges. He got into Harvard, and Whoa. he was saying that his essay that he wrote for Harvard, he described um, working at the diner and said how they have a triple-decker, I think it's a triple-decker sandwich, and that it was very hard to cut because if you'd cut it wrong, it would sort of topple and like fall apart. And so in triple decker, it's, yeah, not sturdy. And so he worked on like engineering it in a way that had greater, you know, foundation or less likelihood of falling. I love stuff like that. The order in which the ingredients of the sandwich go on is like sandwich architecture, sandwich construction. (laughs) And, uh, and I would say there is definitely a, a, a formula. Yeah. You're either right or wrong about it, and and toppling over, yeah. I think it's really I say cool. lettuce, lettuce on the base. A lettuce on the base? Yes, I would think it, you'd it's want bigger. It sticks out. You want a full. Oh, base. so you're saying? And then the other the stuff, width. and it also is crinkly. I was thinking the weight of each item, like a heavy, the heavy stuff should go on no, the bottom. Uh, 
No, I think the stuff that, that needs to be smushed down a little bit. You know how lettuce, like, there's a lot of space between, so you want to put it on the bottom. So if you put, like, I'm thinking hamburger here, so or sandwich, whatever. You can put the meat then right on top of the lettuce because then it pushes the lettuce down a bit so it, like, makes it so it's, you know, size you can munch. All right, well, think about, though, what... And then cheese on top of the burger, then onion. No, then tomato, then onion, then bun. Okay, but let's picture it. It's correct order. For, let's say it's ten feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Whoa! I'm just saying. Who's eating a fucking ten foot tall? Sandwich? Nobody. I'm just saying. It okay, can help. and if frogs had wings, but they don't, what does that even mean? Ten foot tall? Maybe if you would listen. <laughs> um, that because by making it extreme, this is the same way we look at cults, so we can better understand normal religion. Okay, so a ten foot tall mm-hmm. sandwich. Yes. It, if you put the burger up above the lettuce, that thing is top heavy. No, it's going to squish the lettuce down. Lettuce teeny tiny, flat, flat, flat. We'll have to do a poll. Thin. Lettuce is thin. I wish that Where, guy would have What order would you put? Oh, qu- here, hang on. Mm. Here's where a wrench gets thrown into okay. it. If... People are totally going to say that the meat goes on the bottom. I know they're going to say that. They're going to agree with I you. I don't know. This is this I'm is theorizing. If it is shredded lettuce, <laughs> that's different. On top. That's yeah. That's I agree with you about that. I mean, but if it's we're talking full leaf iceberg. Yeah. I'm going to say lettuce on the bottom. I get what you're saying about like because you want the width. Is yeah. that part of what you're saying? And uh, no, it's more like. Because when you put it, you're saying it's squishable. It, it, it's too crinkly. It's too like ripply in a weird way. Lettuce. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, and then it acts as like a slip. Like it makes the other stuff slip oh, out. Oh, I, I see. I like. can see what you're saying on there. Okay, but what? So let's say gotta, like, pickles have it then. Down. Let's not top. Focus all on lettuce. Pickles, pickles on, top? on top. Where? What order are you putting things on? I agree with you. I'm saying I will you're say being I've had many hamburgers at Susie's house and they're all been delicious and none of them have. <laughs> this isn't about flavor, me, so. people. It's about architecture. <laughs> yes. No, I'm. I thought the great sandwich fight of 2022. I thought you were going to say pickles on the bottom because that would also be slippery. Oh, a slippery. I'm pickle. just going by you. I'm just going by your own rubric. But like. How are you assembling the pick? I, I I imagine there are three pickles, and pickles themselves are are I would get the ones that have the little ridges on them, you know. No, I get the sandwich slicers. Oh, those are slippery. Okay, so it matters. <laughs> and what I would put those. I would put those in a cross on top. Oh, I see that. Yeah, with the bacon. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many of you are dying for a burger? I'm so hungry. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, that was real cute. If you want to see it, it's called Bacon and Laces on the New Yorker uh, website. Oh, now I get it. Yeah. But still weird. It doesn't tell you what it's about. Um, It's like a a spoiler alert. We're going to talk about bacon at our diner and laces because we have 700 pairs of shoes. Yeah. But usually like there's a second meaning and i don't think that's true in this case they were real literal no very literal worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
this is funny to me. Okay, let me just preface this by saying I am pro-union, um, you know, solidarity with anybody that wants to unionize. I love it. But it is funny to me <laughs> that the medieval times workers are unionizing. <laughs> Did you read? I heard about this. <laughs> Did you read? It's so funny, Sarah. But, but it's, it's not even because. It's real. It's, it's because of the people suck. It's because the people suck and they are right. Like they should have a union. I support them. I hope they get one. I totally support but them. But fuck, here's some of the things it said in the art- article. It's tell me, so tell funny. Me. Okay. It says, quote, sometimes a guest who has emptied one too many goblets of booze starts banging the middle ages style plates and bowls together. Changing the heavy dinnerware can spook the horses in the arena. I'm sorry, clanging. Clanging the heavy dinnerware can spook the horses in the arena. Endangering the knights as they joust for the queen's honor. It often falls to the queen herself, a mic'd up actor on a throne above the pit, or her chancellor, Lord Cedric, to gently admonish the overzealous crowd, all while keeping in character, character, please, my lord, don't bang the plates. Oh, my gosh. These bozos. You're babysitters for a bunch of drunk bozos. Truly. Who are really into fantasy. It's so funny to me. Not to offend anybody who's into fantasy. I myself have enjoyed a fantasy book here and there. <laughs> As you'll know, if you are a member of our Brain Candy Book Club. I don't even think that most of the people that go are the like Renaissance Fair type people. It's just idiots. It's like people that just no, want to No, I think it's people go with their kids. Yeah, it's just like... Something funny to do. Although it did say bachelor parties are a real problem on the weekends. Why are there bachelor parties at medieval times? Okay, wait. Hang on. I feel like the crowd... My idea of who's in the crowd is very different than other people's idea of who's in the crowd. I I think it's a mix. But you're right. Families definitely go. I feel like this is... Oh, I'm going to be mean here. I love it. But maybe not. I love it. I, I feel like... Or like make people sad. Either way, um, I feel like this is dad has the kids for the weekend, and this is where he takes them. But he's like bitter about it. <laughs> and maybe new wife has is like off. I don't know with her hubby. I love when you and, do or this. like you know his ex wife is off with her new hubby, and he's like pissed about it. So he is like drinking extra at medieval times, and then he's. Like being a drunk fool they try to and grab like the saying, falcon. "Hey kids, oh, let me see." That's the part. Like, hey, look, I'll grab this falcon. Like, and being a dumbass because people do that. And like, there is nothing funnier. That's what I picture. To me. I picture single, da- sad dad. Sarah does this a lot, and it is great every time. Which is, she creates fan fiction <laughs> about like <laughs> actual events. That's what she just did. Like, this guy does not exist, but. No, it does not. He, not only does he exist in her mind, but it's like the whole audience is made up of these people. I, uh, totally. And I have like an outfit for him. My mind <laughs> just creates a picture of like what he looks like. Mm-hmm. I do feel bad for the um, the workers. Still, he's wearing the socks that his wife got him from Kohl's that oh now have God. holes in them, but he's not going back to buy those because he doesn't know how she got him for such a good deal because he doesn't have the Kohl's card and she gets all the <laughs> She gets all the Kohl's cash. Yeah, she gets all the calls. And they also added in another grievance is that the workers say the rotating cast of queens is subjected to unwanted touching during pre and post show meet and greets with fans. Like, oh get my a God. hold of yourselves, idiots. Oh, I know. Who is go? Have you ever been to medieval times? Yes. With Lincoln? No, this was like in 1999 when I was a tourist in Orlando. What, my dad wanted to go. Uh, uh, was that like what you're saying about that oh, weird dad? Susie. Yeah. <laughs> Do, help. The, uh, he thought it would be yes. fun for the whole family. And as Jerry Seinfeld points out, there is no such thing as fun for the whole family. <laughs> uh, is that true? Yes, Sarah. If your kids are having fun, you would rather be doing mm-hmm. something else. Like you're happy they're having fun. What about camping? Uh-oh. Most like people would rather not go camping with kids. You're that is unusual. 
I don't know. I think you would have fun Mm. on a family camp. I think you would. But I think most people would think this would be even more fun with like just adults. Yes. Okay. That's true. (laughs) This is accurate. What about camping? She said. Well, because I'm trying to think of like where, what adults have fun at and kids. And you're saying that in order for the kids to have fun, the adults can They have to be a little miserable. Which you. I'll agree with that. And you pointed out correctly that this is also true for skiing. That in order to have fun, you have to be a little bit miserable. If you bring kids, it will be much Correct. less fun. Correct. Yeah. Like it sounds yeah. like fun for the whole family. No. But it's really just. Because there's a hundred percent chance that a kid is going to cry. Yeah. And they have to carry their gear and they're mad about it. They're schlepping. Yeah. yeah. So much schlepping. <laughs> See, this is our Judaism creeping out. Yeah. Anyway, I went to Medieval Times. Did you go to Medieval Times? Absolutely not. Never? And I think that people would assume I'm the type that has been to Medieval Times. This is... Okay, this baffles my mother as well. My mom always thought that I would get a job at a place... Like, my first job would be at a place like Joe's Crab Shack where you had to sing and dance on the tables. Yeah. That... Okay, don't get any ideas, people listening about what I just said about singing and dancing on table. I know that's a hop, skip, and a jump away from a pole, but <laughs> that's not what she was talking about. Just because, like, it's, like, campy. Yeah. Like, my mom thought, like, I would be, one of my favorite restaurants when I was little was this place called Ed DeBevick's. It was in L.A., and people dressed, it was a 50s diner, and people dressed up, and there was a woman there who now, I believe, was a drag queen. <laughs> and now I believe I was like, she was so wonderful. And she said, hi, my name's like Sue, but you can call me queen of the universe for short. And I was <laughs> for like, sure. ah, this is the best ever. And I was like, I want to do this. So like I, my mom assumed I would do that. There is nothing I would hate more than to do something like that. Mm. That kind of like. So I don't like going to places like Medieval Times. I don't like going to places where crowd participation, no. Oh. I don't want to do. You know what one of my least favorite things is? Is when a comedian, not anybody, goes, how you guys doing tonight? And everybody has to go, woo. And then they go, I can't hear you. I'm like, I'm, I'm out. I hate this. I hate, I'm already out. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't know why I hate that so yeah, much. Yeah, I'm shocked. It's like, I know. Yeah. People would be shocked at this. One thing that definitely is fun for everyone is KiwiCo boxes. <gasps> KiwiCo boxes were a big hit on Father's Day. <gasps> That's so my fun. House. Yes. Wow. It was fun. It was fun for the whole family. Right. This is an exception because they're great because they send you this project that's age appropriate for whatever age your child is. And then you get the relief of your child being entertained mm-hmm. and you make something really cool. The The crafts and projects aren't cheesy, weird stuff. It's like really no. interesting. We built a constellation lantern. I love that one. Uh-huh. And a mo- like a mobile of, oh my God, and we learned so many cool facts. Like, like there's something like, I want to say it's like 3 billion Earths can fit inside a, one of the biggest suns that are in our galaxy. It's a number that's so astronomical. We we had to read it like four times, and we're still like, what? Yeah. There, if you like fun facts <laughs> that are fun for the whole family, oh, you, it's it really is great. Yeah, they're they're so cool. In fact, it is hours. Uh, Lincoln has a babysitter today while I record, and they're making the bottle rocket project with. Bottle rocket fun! Oh, this is like perfectly it's, timed too for summer. Yeah, it's engineering, science, uh, all kinds of really fun stuff. It's great. And they have every age group. Pack summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BRAINCANDY at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. Um, this might shock you, Sarah, but one of my first jobs was at a restaurant like that. Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon, we had to do line dancing oh. at the time. Oh, my God. I know, and no one would think I would do I, that. 
they would think you'd do it. I, I vaguely remember this this fact about you. This does make sense. You were a mascot. That's true. I do love performing. And I did sports therapy and wrapped the football player's ankles behind the, the bleachers. Why do you think, though, that you don't like that? Because it doesn't seem to match the rest of you. How do you explain this? Because I, I don't like forced participation. Mm-hmm. I don't either. And... There were times, and it's happened. It happened. I don't know what it is. I must look like I really want to part because I'm, I look eager all the time. I have been pulled up on stage. This started very early when I went to SeaWorld and I got pulled up on stage to do that thing where you kiss the seal and like they, they use me as like the seal. I must've been about seven years old. I was very embarrassed. Mm. Um, then I got pulled up on stage at the play, the spelling bee. Where they, it's like audience part. They pull people from the like audience against your and they, will. Well, they say before they ask you. I mean, I'm sure they like say, "Do you want to like?" And, then and you're in too deep, though. I'm in too deep, mm-hmm. and then I, I think, yeah, I feel like in all those situations, it was like you, you there, come on down, and I'm like, oh, 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 okay, and that I remember being very embarrassed about. Yeah. But then probably also liked it. And yeah. then I'm embarrassed that I liked it. So then we got the feelings about the feelings. Yeah. And then, so I think that, and then I have wound up on freaking reality television, which is still <laughs> just like voyeuristic and exploitative. We already know that. I think if you asked most people, they would say they do not like forced participation. Like, you know, even when the speaker says, introduce yourself to the person next to you. I, oh, I don't think people like that. it, but I nope. bet you the organizers or like cruise ship people that do this would argue people think they don't like it, but it really does, like, break the ice. 100%. And it's, like, sucks because they're probably right. <sighs> okay. See, now we're going to therapy. This is therapy with Susie again because I see – I know why this is. Because once they do that, then I have a connection with the person, yeah. and then there is that closest. Then I feel a personal responsibility there, and that is, like, what I do for work. It's, like – it takes – like, I love doing that, but it's something that I have to put a lot of energy into because I only know – I only have one speed, and it's, like – get like connect and connect deeply and it is exhausting to kind of have to like put myself out there and like so yeah i hate when people have to do that like yeah i get that this is reminding me of how great it was at book club last week when one of our book club members said that she had recently been on the dating scene and she's a lesbian and she had to learn a lot of like lingo that she wasn't familiar with and that there's like different kinds of lesbians like pillow princess and then she, I said, well, That's which right. one are you? And she goes, I am a golden retriever mask. And I was like, what is that? And she's like, well, I present masculine, but if you say like, hey, do you want to go to Target? I'm like, okay. And she's like real agreeable and fun. And, and Sarah's like, I think that's what I am. And then I said, I think that's my type. Like Adam's <laughs> like that. You're like that. Like, yes. Golden retriever masks are the best lesbians or not. Or non-lesbian. It's great. Yes, yeah, somebody who's just real agreeable and excited to be there. And that's how you and, are. And, you know, just give them some treats. And uh, Yes, and that's why when you got up on stage, like, you'll, you, like, start to get into uh, a little bit. I do. <laughs> and why I totally have a praise kink. Yep. <laughs> praise that's kink. That's it. I'm telling you, not, that is all I would just tell me I'm doing a good. You I love just, it. I need to be praised. I, oh, it's different than like love it. It's like does the job. Yeah, tingly. Ooh, don't talk about Susie. We are on a podcast. No, <laughs> but like it's. I know you say it's a kink, but like, isn't it sort of? A- I didn't make that up. Oh. I took a test, and that's what it says. Like, oh, that's what, and that's what the TikTok algorithm inter- told me I was because I like somehow wound it up there. Wound but it's not up there. just in the sack, though. You like praise always, right? I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. But it's a, it's, it's different. It's different. It's, I think it's gotta be like, it's praise from the person that is my romantic partner makes me feel Randy like, oh yeah. Okay. I, that's, I mean, I know that sounds like everybody would like yeah. that, but. But like, it gets you hot and bothered. Whereas the rest of us are just uh-huh. like, oh, it warms my heart. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay, got it. Like, yeah, feels good versus, <laughs> oh, that feels good. 
Um, okay. Well, anyway, I hope that the uh, Medieval Times people get a union. They deserve it. They're making about, it said, $13 an hour. And they're expected to, like, take care of these horses and... No. Yeah, Ren, they're totally underpaid bullshit? and exploited. Totally. Yeah. Because they probably have, like, a... They, they love to perform so much and there's not a lot of jobs, so then they get exploited because they're willing to do it. And the Renaissance Fair only comes by, like, once a year, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that's not... Uh-huh. That's seasonal. I don't even think that they particularly love medieval times. Like, the... the I feel the like era. the... Cro- the mm, You think they're all just actors? Yeah. I think there, there's... In the, I think there's, like, a Venn diagram there of, like, actors and... And enthusiasts for the and era. And enthusiasts. Yeah, it's kind of like Disney workers. I, I get what you're saying. There I think the reason I didn't think that is because in L.A. or just outside, there's one of these types of places, but it's called Pirate's Adventure, which it is a blast. I loved it. We went twice or three times. It was so fun. Because it's silly, you know? So this is like, who would go to Medieval Times? But, uh, you know, Pirate's Adventure is like one of my favorite I'm pretty <laughs> sure like, you said who would go to Medieval Times. I've been to Medieval Times. Right, right, right. That was me. But no, I but understand. It, in this case, it was because my son was obsessed with it, and so then it does make it fun. Whatever. And you know how it so is? Cute. They tell like jokes that are like double entendre, so the adults think they're funny. Whatever. Yep. And so I didn't think that the medieval times people were into medieval times because I don't think mm-hmm. these people are into pirate life. I think they just love performing. Like they're mm-hmm. not sea enthusiasts. Okay, okay, okay. But you might be right, though. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is there, a, like, acrobatic stuff in the pirate yeah. one? That's where I think it's different. How did you know I don't that? think, th- because I know the type who's going to do the pirate thing. we got swinging yeah, on ropes. Yeah, swinging. So we got the Cirque du Soleil type. Yeah. We've got that. That's it. Who I imagine the crossover for gymnast may be. See, just, I fucking know these things. Yeah, she does. She does. And it's different. Medieval times, we're on the ground. We're doing a lot more. It's a lot more about the character. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Except for the horse people, which (laughs) in that case are horse people. And horse people and fantasy people and medieval time people, that's a perfect circle. (laughs) Venn diagram. Yeah, I see what you're saying. We made a lot of progress. You should go to that pirate one. That was so funny. Yeah. Um, okay. This is going to be controversial. Okay. I be- you know what? Controversial. Before I get controversial, I should probably get out of the way. Since I did sort of, it was like therapy with Susie earlier. I should encourage you to try better help. There we go. Yeah. Because this is serious. It's not like the thing I'm about to talk about where I'm going to be like silly. This is serious because everyone needs someone to talk to and so important yeah your brain and your soul will benefit from having that person and what's great about better help is it's very convenient it's online therapy so it's like video phone chat you might you don't even have to be on camera if you don't want to um and you can be matched with the therapist in under 48 hours so if you need one in a gif uh that might be a good option our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash brain candy. That's betterhelp.com slash brain candy. Um, basically, everyone has something that's on their mind stress, yeah. relationships, whatever. Yes. So, yes. And I find even just starting the process yeah. of reaching out, it's like a muscle, and finding somebody to talk to. Yep. Mm-hmm. You'll, it makes you feel, start to feel better. Yeah, I like that. That's such a good thing to say. Okay, so yeah. this is me being okay. You know how, like, historically on the show, we talk about how we are sex positive. One hundred percent. I think I might not be one hundred percent. Okay, let's hear it. Well, I think I've discovered this about myself because remember when we talked about like the people that get like dressed like babies and go in a crib, and I was like, listen, okay, I right. try to be like whatever; it doesn't hurt anybody. But like, that's a bridge too far for me. And yeah, there seems I to agree. be, like, more and more of those <laughs> where I'm like, okay, but except for that. And, oh, you know. okay. Where you're like, mm, Yeah, my okay. list of things where I'm like, I don't know, is, is maybe longer than I'd like to admit. Uh, it, okay. 
but we have to define our terms here. Uh-huh. But what do you like? You're. I'm a little bit judgy. Being judgy mm. is different okay. than being able to accept that somebody chooses that lifestyle for them. Oh yeah, I can accept it, and I especially yeah. like nobody's getting hurt. So like for real, just right. do whatever you want. You are sex positive in that way, then. Okay, but I you can I'm still judge them. have. Yeah, I didn't you know can, that. You are allowed to do what I. I you're allowed to have feelings towards a group and be like. Because feelings are are feelings. Their feelings oh, go with nice. a this belief system. Yeah, feelings go. We can ask ourselves, why do I feel judgmental towards them? Then unpack that, and then maybe through unpacking that and understanding a group better, that judgment can turn into compassion and empathy, and those feelings can change. But you can't be judgmental towards yourself about having feelings of judgment. They're just feelings. Okay, that's nice of you to say. The things that you can be mad at yourself for are the actions that you take with that judgment. Oh, all right. We're not responsible for our first thought or our first feeling. We are responsible for our second thought and our first action. I feel like this, talking about it on a podcast, though, is the first action. So you might be saying, okay, Suze, you actually, this is not sex positive. Because if I'm talking about it in a public forum, then I'm, that could be more harmful than just my feeling about it. Well, well you can but, be the no, judge. I think this falls into the category of unpacking it. Okay. And I'm just doing it in a public place because that's what we do. Yeah. Tell me what you think. Um, yes. There was an article in BuzzFeed News, which they often have really great long-form pieces about, like, different subcultures and stuff. It's kind of like Vice in that way. And yeah. I do find it so interesting to hear how other people live, even when it makes me uncomfortable or I think, like, I don't know about that. And this would be an example. It was about sex dolls again. We've talked a lot about sex dolls over the years. But this was ones that women buy. So they were focusing... Oh. Entirely on the um, industry from the point of view of their female customers that buy male dolls. Okay. And, like, they were early in the article talking about, like, just how they're so cumbersome and women have trouble, like, maneuvering these guys. Yeah, it's like carrying around a dead body. Yeah, and, like, they're hoping that the industry can meet their needs and make dolls that are more, um, you know, manageable for smaller people. Okay, whatever. Uh, I'm just fine with that. But then... uh, Ooh, this is where's the line. I like it. Where are we going? Well, uh, a lot of the people that they talked about in the article that that sought these dolls Mm -hmm. were women that had suffered some great loss. And one was someone whose daughter died... I think one husband had been in an accident, oh. and so yeah. they were using the dolls. Yes. Oh, this makes sense. Okay, so there was a sexual component to some of them, or most of them, but the primary purpose was emotional um, support. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, had to, I Emotional connection to something that cannot die yeah. or go away. Okay, Right. That they can pour all their love and and take care of, especially mother-daughter thing. You lost your daughter, then you take care of. You will, like that. And you would say, well, they they wouldn't get a dog because the dog could die. It's too risky. All right, that's an acceptable explanation. But this is a a stepping stone towards like I can love somebody again and then maybe like through that you can let it go. Yeah, but none of them like talked like that. None of them cuz I don't they don't know this. They I think it they, they're not aware that they're doing this as most people who engage in things like this are. Okay, so you're saying like they don't get yeah. that it might be a means to an end or hopefully is in my mind. No. But um it could could be that. Mhm. What what annoyed me was that one of the ladies, and I think it was the one whose husband, she has a husband, but she also has this doll. And she said, I don't get why this is seen as, I don't know why it's stigmatized, because a lot of women. Wait, wait, wait. She has a husband and also has the doll? Yep. Wait, okay. So has got married. This is the one that lost the daughter? No, it's a different one. She has a husband okay. and she was just like. You know, this 
it was the imperfect relationship, but they're love they love each other mm-hmm. and they're married, yeah. but like she wanted more. And so she got this doll and she had to like explain it to her husband and he was weird about it. But then he eventually came around because he said she does have fewer panic attacks now and it seems to be like helping her psychologically and emotionally. So like what's the big what's the big deal? And he's yeah, right. Externalized. Like he yeah. is right yeah. that like what is the big deal? But she was saying I don't understand why it's stigmatized when a lot of you ladies have these um, sex toys. Like a total. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, "What is the difference?" Well, to me, it's just a bigger sex toy. No, but I don't it have. Isn't. I don't want to cuddle with my sex toy. It that it is, is correct a tool. because what she is not putting together is. Pres- it's like she was almost there. By making that argument, she was almost getting why yeah. we're repulsed by it. Some people, or or made to be felt discomfort but it's because the dick is a entirely anatomical and biological tool it is not an yeah. emotional salve but for a lot of women to be able to enjoy sex and that dick they have to have an emotional connection i don't know that to be true i do that a lot of women cannot be sexually aroused without having like feelings of connection or feelings of like that it women need to mentally be there in order to have an orgasm. Yeah, but that's what fantasy is and that's why um masturbation, you know, yeah, typically is one of the solutions like you you're not emotionally involved in that moment. I think women are looking for emotional <clears throat> connection and the emotional connection is what they feel and because emotional connection makes us feel excited and like that is I feel like that's where the sexual pleasure starts is that oh I feel so emotionally connected to this thing this thing has a penis I now get off on that I feel like they weren't seeking well like, this was not for her about the, sex the doll right that's what I think I don't think they are using it in the same way that people use a that's why she shouldn't make that analogy then because well i agree with that yeah because what what i thought she made a better point about was like if you're suffering from grief or some sort of issue alcohol is far more accepted than this doll and is far more harmful no i mean yes right so like that to me is a better argument than the dildo comparison because alcohol she say that she she said said alcohol and dildos so to me, dildos are a physical, oh. biological thing. Alcohol yes. is emotional. It can be, for sure. Yes. And this Correct. doll apparently is, too. Yes. But really, lady, totally. you can't figure out why these are stigmatized? That you this is a real head-scratcher for you? Like, to me, that's in, sincere. I, I feel like what they want to say is is not, I can't believe people don't understand this, is... I think what they want to say is, can you stop if it? People took the time to really understand where this desire for me to have this doll comes from. Then they would be compassionate to it or understand. Yeah. It. Well, here's the way you but, do that. So the answer is, I can't believe people aren't compassionate and understanding to me. Okay, but here's the technique on how you make someone be that. Yeah. This is like a catch-all. You guys should use this. I use it all the time. It goes like this. I know this is weird, comma, but. That way, you're allowing us to be like, that is weird. Like, internally, we're allowed to be like, yeah, that is weird. But I get it. Or I can see how that would be useful. So by saying, like, I know this is weird, but. You're validating the societal norm that you do not develop a relationship with a doll, you weirdo. (laughs) You, I, I understand what this, oh, it's so hard because I, I'm with you. I know you I'm are. Right and if we you. were not on the air, you'd be even more with me, but you're picturing okay. all these people listening that you feel empathy and compassion for. Yes. And so then yes. you do this other thing where you're like trying to be nice. Yeah. Because like I am at the end of the day, understanding compassion towards others. I feel like, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But I also understand, I can understand 
that she doesn't have like where that even comes from that if she says i know it's weird then she's accepting that she's weird do that which in right but but she might not be there in her grieving i know this is what i or whatever else is going on so like that i i have compassion i have to i don't know i wish you have to like it is totally your job yeah. But like you all, you really have to. And this is why I'm good at my job because I can't do that. And I do. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy. Like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. See that, but I get really fed up with people when I feel like it's so obvious that you have genuine issues that you need to work through to be a fully functioning person, and yeah. that instead they buy a goddamn doll. I I wish that the first step for a lot of those people were, was therapy. Yeah, because I think we would we would be able to get we would be able to. But you think maybe the doll could lead to those get around the doll. those um, epiphanies? Yes, yeah. and maybe yes. so. Wow, this is a very bizarre way for me to handle my grief. I think I need to talk to somebody, and they talk to somebody, and they go, "Well, what is your?" And they do exactly what I just did in this conversation. They go, "What does that represent?" Blah, 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 blah. We're externalizing. What do we really want to say? Could we talk to like the the? I just keep going back to the daughter who passed away because I could so easily see. They made a freaking TV show about that on, um, I think Apple TV. That's about a mom. Oh, no, I don't. I mean, spoiler alert. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, uh, but like the moms daughter dies and she her therapist gives her a doll or like some like i don't know if the therapist does or she gets a doll or says yeah that's fine um my brother just told me about this he was watching it and she like i think you don't know in the beginning if it's a doll or a, a real oh, for pete's sake and like then they get a nanny oh and the God. nanny then treats the doll and the dad is like okay you need to go along with this and you need to just treat the the baby like a uh or treat the doll like a real baby because this is part of her healing process and everything absolutely i don't think this is as i don't think this is as rare as i think i mean it is rare and unusual but i bet there i bet this is Oh, that's ridiculous. Asking people to suspend reality for your emotional safety yeah that's ridiculous that is absolutely ridiculous. But I can I can see that people would think that this is a a way to cope yeah. in a situation that is very traumatic. And the funny. one lady, oh, she <laughs> she said these things like they look like they're real sturdy, but they can break pretty easily. I, my <laughs> I dropped this guy, her doll. I dropped him, and his hip was dislocated. So now he's confined to a wheelchair. And so then, oh well, co- this thank goodness she has a doll and not a child. Like this could turn easily as like Munchausen by proxy. You're acting like they're all the same person. They've all I know because this is what I do. Is that I picture what I create a fan fiction for this person. Okay, wait. So then she wheels. She calls the museum and she's like, "Hey, I want to bring my doll in the wheelchair. Is it okay?" They said to the Dolly Hospital. <laughs> 
no as an outing because she was saying she has anxiety. Oh, she calls a museum. Yeah. Oh, I thought I, I was like, is that what we're calling the place that made these dolls a museum? I didn't know. I had questions for a second. I was like, I'm just gonna go there. But that is not you meant an act. She took the, the she took her gentleman, right. plastic gentleman, yeah. on an outing. Yeah, because she said and- like she has anxiety and he's supposed to help her. And she couldn't really take him to all the places where she has the most anxiety. So she wanted to remedy it. So she went and she took him to the thing, museum. And then she put a sign on him. And it said, this, this is my emotional support doll. I was going to say. And please don't take pictures of me. Please don't judge me. And please absolutely do not touch it. Him. I can't remember if she said it, and him, it. or me. I don't know. Uh, don't, I think she just said don't touch. I don't know who. Okay. And then she was mad I because mean, everyone gave her dirty looks. You are breaking rules of society. So that might yes. be mean. D- you, right. But but you're going to have to accept the things that go along with that. If you want to go out in public yeah. with that, then you're the those are going to be the things that you're going to receive. And if you don't want to receive those things, what are ways that we can like – process this maybe without that so that you don't have to deal with the stare like that come on this is yeah i want to know is she with a therapist this therapist may be very weird there is that is what i'm saying there was no talk of therapy and there was no talk of this is a temporary transitional thing this is like look i've solved the problem and i'm like i you didn't dummy well it'll go one of two ways it'll either it depends on the, the what what can often happen is like the people around her go okay I'm sick of this you need <laughs> yeah, to go right. to therapy and it's through the lot the threat of the loss of other relationships that are important yeah and that's the thing they don't want to lose is those people around them that they will go to therapy as a last resort and then it'll help them yeah but those people it's hard because then they're they're like the people who are resistant to if you well, feel good story yeah like if people feel offended like Suze you're being too mean these are people in pain like I can see what you're saying and I. I'm going to think more about it, but I'm pretty sure this is not the answer for your grief. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like alcohol. I mean, it is the same in that way. That is not the, right. it's, you know, it's right. not going to solve the problem. Any, anything that, yeah, it's, ooh, but you know, in a, it's in a different category. Yeah, cause it's because it's not harmful. It is the breaking social norms. Oh, right. Though, well, that's what she's saying. That, that then other people, it's like if you were like, you know, I'm trying to think of a good, you know, for the, the same way that somebody who does extreme body modification, mm. I they do that to, uh, you know, relieve yeah. feelings of body dysmorphia yeah. or what I'm thinking about the people who turn themselves into like lizards or whatever. You have to accept that other people are going to look at you peculiar yeah. if that is what you want to do. So, yeah. That's that I feel like is is yeah I can't I don't like that she doesn't do that that's like well <laughs> you're on, so nice that's a, a that's a her problem not a everybody else problem yeah I will say the article was well done and it certainly is food for thought I mean it does make you mm-hmm. and it is funny to me how differently men use these dolls usually compared to women or at least think they do they think it's entirely sexual when probably there's emotional stuff for them too a hundred percent because you said like it's the, the it won't get rejected i mean there's a lot yes there. yes mm-hmm. but it's more sexually did, it's more sexualized in the articles than it was in this one so that's interesting maybe they are aware it's an emotional thing and that's just not how it's portrayed i I think there's two different cat. There's a sex doll, yeah, buyer, and then there's a companion, like companion. There's the real, the one who yes. looks like the real woman, and then there's the guys who are buying it to like, you know, Just fill the room dumpster. with at their friend's bachelor party or like, yeah, 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 you know, totally. like I f- like as like a joke. And I think we've created the when we hear sex doll, we kind of think of that novelty one in a way that maybe some guys were using but like it was kind of like a joke right yes. inflatable doll yeah. there's a picture of you with johnny holding one and you looking all weird oh sad <laughs> yeah yeah but at least i got the joke with those guys like I mean, that no like no you you weren't 
I was just like making no, but, fun no, of you- <laughs> like, the face you were making because it was so funny. But I'm saying like it, it's, it's a different that, like type. Johnny's a jokester and he's the kind who's buying that. Yeah, he's not banging it. So that's who people are looking at as like sexual. That's like sexual. Yeah. This one, it, I think they're they're mm-hmm. two different groups. Okay. And the other ones are emotional and don't want the rejection. Yeah, they have some things they need to And also want to masturbate so, or want to, you know, it, and might as well masturbate into that thing than into my fucking sock. <laughs> let's, I don't know. let's wind it down. Let's. I'm dying. Whew. I mean, ugh, I don't even know what to say. Like, we discussed some ableist topics. We'll get feedback from you guys about that. Yes. Um, sandwich architecture. There was a big debate about that. <sighs> yeah. We're, oh my gosh. We're definitely going to have to have a poll. What order? Um, yeah. I'm looking out my window and I see my nephew who lives on my property playing with his cat and it's adorable. Oh, um, that Ooh, is taking our picture with that brain candy podcast. Yeah, cell phone cover. I had to take his picture cause that's so cute. Um, anyway, and basically like medieval times solidarity we hope you get a union yeah hope you get a union stop definitely being, need to get paid more yeah stop spooking the horses you weirdos yeah and and if you're going to medieval times like be cool yeah be cool sad dads be cool sad <laughs> yeah. dads the this is not going to fix fix your divorce issue right yeah uh anyway sex positivity whatever you get it we gotta go uh <laughs> don't forget to leave us a five-star review and subscribe and all that yeah check out our merch we you? love you bye